0: Good evening and welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish here at St. Mary of the Mount Church as we celebrate the fifth Sunday of Easter. Assisting us today, our lector is Chrysia Kubiak. Serving as your music minister, my name is Thomas Conroy. Our celebrants today are Deacon Bob, and Father Michael.
1: Sing a new song unto the Lord, let your song be sung from mountains high. Sing a new song unto the Lord, singing Hallelujah. Shout with gladness, dance for joy, O oh, come before the Lord and play for God on glad tambourines and let your trumpets sound. Sing a new song unto the Lord, let your song be sung from mountains high. Sing a new song unto the Lord, singing alleluia.
2: Gathering in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And again, welcome, everyone, as we gather together as the body of Christ celebrating this fifth Sunday of the Easter season and celebration. And as we welcome one another, also a special welcome to Deacon Bob McMullen who has been reinstated as a deacon here at our Mary Queen of Peace Parish. And so we welcome him back with open arms and Deacon Bob will be reintroducing himself for just a few minutes uh, after communion. As we gather, trusting the power of God's love, trusting that we remain connected with and in the Lord, we begin by asking God's mercy.
3: Lord Jesus, You are the vine and we are the branches. Lord have mercy.
0: Lord have mercy.
3: Lord Jesus, as we listen to your words, we begin to bear fruit for the Father. Christ have mercy.
2: Christ have mercy.
3: Lord Jesus, you remain in us and we remain in you. Lord have mercy.
2: Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life.
1: Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you. WE GLORIFY YOU, WE GIVE YOU THANKS FOR YOUR GREAT GLORY. LORD GOD, HEAVENLY KING, O GOD, ALMIGHTY FATHER. LORD JESUS CHRIST, ONLY BEGOTTEN SON. LORD GOD, LAMB OF GOD, SON OF THE FATHER you take away the sins of the world have mercy on us you take away the sins of the world receive our prayer you are seated at the right hand of the father have mercy on us for you alone are the holy one you alone are the lord You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen.
2: Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, constantly accomplish the Paschal mystery within us that those you were pleased to make new in holy baptism may under your protective care bear much fruit and come to the joy of eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever.
4: A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him not believing that he was a disciple. Then Barnabas took charge of him and brought him to the apostles. And he reported to them how he had seen the Lord and that he had spoken to him and how in Damascus he had spoken out boldly in the name of Jesus. He moved about freely with them in Jerusalem and spoke out boldly in the name of the Lord. He also spoke and debated with the Hellenists, but they tried to kill him. When the brothers learned of this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him on his way to Tarsus. The church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria was at peace. It was being built up and walked in the fear of the Lord. And with the consolation of the Holy Spirit, It grew in numbers. The word of the Lord.
0: Psalm 22. I will praise you, Lord, in the assembly of your people. I will praise you, Lord, in the assembly of your people. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear the Lord. The lowly shall eat their fill. They who seek the Lord shall praise him. May your hearts live forever. I will praise you, Lord, in the assembly of your people. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations shall bow down before him. I will praise you, Lord, in the assembly of your people. To him alone shall bow down all who sleep in the earth. Before him shall bend all who go down into the dust. I will praise you, Lord, in the assembly of your people. And to him my soul shall live. My descendants shall serve him. Let the coming generation be told of the Lord that they may proclaim it to a people yet to be born. They will tell the justice he has shown. I will praise you, Lord, in the assembly of your people.
4: A reading from the first letter of St. John. Children, let us love not in word or speech, but in deed and truth. Now this is how we shall know that we belong to the truth and reassure our hearts before him in whatever our hearts condemn. For God is greater than our hearts and knows everything. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence in God and receive from him whatever we ask because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And his commandment is this. We should believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. Those who keep his commandments remain in him and he in them. And the way we know that he remains in us is from the spirit he gave us.
1: I remain in you, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me will bear much fruit. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia.
3: you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John.
0: Glory to you, Lord.
3: Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine and my father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit and every one that does he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him By this is my Father glorified, that you bear such fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord.
2: 2019, there was a movie released called Avatar. And it was uh, very popular for many reasons, but one of them was because it was actually one of the first real profound experiences of 3D cinema, actually. So the experience of the movie and, and, the, and the planet from which the movie is the setting of the movie had all these things that kind of were around you as you were in the movie theater. Has anybody seen the movie Avatar? Anyone Raise of hands. Very few of you. Oh boy, okay, so so quick plot synopsis, or at least introduction to the plot of the movie Avatar. Uh, Main characters of the movie Avatar are a marine who's actually paralyzed from the waist down uh, from battle, um, who takes a special assignment. His name is Jake. Jake takes a special assignment. It's in a futuristic time. He takes an assignment on another planet called Pandora that is inhabited by a native peoples. And it is a classic... Um, imperialism theme would probably be the best way to describe it, right? And what I mean by imperialism, it means that there's a people who think that they are more advanced, more powerful, more dignified than others, who basically look at another people as being less than, less dignified, and so it was the advanced people coming in, the native people on the land, and of course there's a situation of greed involved where there was a mineral on this planet that they were mining, and the native people peoples and their main dwelling, of course, was on the biggest deposit of this mineral. And so it's a classic power imperialism sort of theme that kind of develops, right? And it's something we've seen playing out in in actually many real situations, as well as our own country itself and many other natives. Um, So it's, it's, uh, as the plot develops, Jake, who actually is paralyzed again from the waist down. They are able to actually put Jake, or at least his embodiment, in this avatar, which is like the native peoples. And so they've genetically created this native person. He's able to go into some sort of electronic computer device and wire him in to this avatar that basically looks like the native people. And so he's sent in to actually kind of get to know the native tradition, the culture, the people. And then he's eventually supposed to try to talk them off of their homeland or their home tree in this situation so that they can come in, the humans can come in and actually then take this mineral deposit that they're wanting to harvest that's underneath their very homeland. And so as the movie unfolds, Jake who's, of course, not paralyzed in the avatar, who's able to enter into the, the full body of, of, of strength of the, of the native people to learn the native ways, ends up falling in love. Not only with one of the native women who teaches him, who is actually the tribal leader's daughter, but also with the, the environment, with the nature, with the way of life and being of the native peoples, and ends up becoming conflicted. That's a quick plot synopsis, or at least introduction. Two things that are quite fascinating. They, the native people, are profoundly rooted with one another and connected with one another, and with all of nature. And actually, it's, it's quite unique. One of the ways they do it is they actually have like a long braid that goes out of the back of their head that has tentacles in it, and they literally organically wire themselves into other creatures. So if they're riding a horse, they take the braid and connect to the horse's braid, and they actually control the horse as becoming part of or one with the organism. So they're controlling it both with their body and with their mind, not with a, a bridle or stirrups or something like that. So you kind of get that? They're, they're, they're so profoundly connected with this native way of life and with the created world around them and their God that they see all of part of that that they call in the movie Awa. They have this way of greeting one another in the movie. And the phrase that they use is, I see you. I see you. And when they say that, especially in the context of that scenario that I just described, how much they are totally intertwined, literally, sometimes organically with the world around them and with one another. When they use the phrase I see you, it's not just a visual sight. It's about a human or or, or a sight sight. It's about the sense, but it's also about understanding, mind, body, spirit. It's this profound way of saying I see you, I understand you, I am radically connected to you. And of course, also that includes love, right? I see you. We're hearing now from the Gospel of John and will for the next couple of weeks of the Easter season before Pentecost, from the last couple chapters of John before he actually enters into his passion, death, and resurrection. So we're actually hearing from something that's called the Last Supper discourse that goes over three chapters in John's Gospel. And this is the time again in John's Gospel, that Last Supper discourse, that we're hearing some of the things that Jesus wants to make sure his followers and his disciples know that seem to be probably of the most essential nature, knowing in some ways that he's Going to have to face something incredibly challenging, very possibly his full self giving death. And of course, we know the end of the story is resurrection as well. And so he's he's teaching them some really, really significant and important things. He's praying to the Father and having a conversation with his apostles and disciples. And, And he knows and uses the phrase and the concept in today's gospel I am the vine, you are the branches. Remain in me and I in you. You cannot bear fruit unless you remain in me and remain on the vine. And this is the will of my Father, that you remain in me and I in you and that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. Jesus is explaining to his followers and his people how important it is to remain radically deeply rooted and connected with Him. But of course, we know He's also talking about in John's Gospel the early church and the people. Not just Him as a person, as in His historic walking of the earth, but also His people, His body of Christ, here, today, and now, as it was then when John's Gospel was being written. So remain connected First letter of John actually said let us not just love in word, but also in deed and in truth The early church did its best to stay united with one another That was one of their main focuses They didn't always necessarily do it. Well, and it wasn't necessarily always easy But their focus was, their understanding was, that they were first and foremost Christians. They were part of a movement and part of a relationship within in Christ Jesus and in the experience of him in his resurrection and the giving of him in his spirit and the body of Christ, his people. And so there was that understanding that they were rooted within in one another. That was their first way they tried to experience, to see, to be with one another. They would do their best to see each other. Doesn't mean again, it's always easy. As a matter of fact, there was lots of issues and lots of problems, right? Um, Paul and Peter, St. Paul and St. Peter, the two greatest of leaders from the early church, had conflicts, right? There's a Council of Jerusalem that happens where they are in conflict about how the Gentiles should be accepted or part of the Christian faith, right? There's writings in Paul where Paul's talking about their, their gatherings for meals and Eucharistic celebrations that they would have done a, a kind of an agape meal where they would share food and drink and share in word and Eucharist. And, and Paul has to write in one of his letters that some of you go home drunk and some go home hungry. And so that's not what this is about. This is about unity in the body of Christ. Blood that has been taken, blessed, and, 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 and given. Bread that's been taken, blessed, broken, and distributed. So, so, so there's all kinds of problems. There's all kinds of dis- right. Paul, in today's reading from Acts of the Apostles, Paul goes through this radical um, conversion experience, and, and he goes to, the, to Jerusalem, and the rest of the church in Jerusalem is like, uh-uh. We're not accepting this guy. He was persecuting us. We don't believe this. This is some trick, right? Until Barnabas kind of pulls him in and helps introduce him to the people in the community. And then he raises more trouble and they send him off again, right? So so there was all kinds of trouble and difficulties within the early church. But they did their best to live and drink of the same spirit And that which held them together and unified. And brothers and sisters, probably now more than ever in the church, this is one of the most challenging and difficult things for us. We so easily become tribal. We so easily divide into ideologies. We so easily You know, he said, she said. It's in in the church and within our culture and with our society, we so easily and usually first divide. I'm not Christian. I'm this. I'm this political party. I'm this ideology. That's what we seem to do more than anything. Instead of realizing, brothers and sisters, that you and I are first and foremost, just like the early church, Christians. Christians. We share a common humanity. We share a common dignity. We share in a common redemption by Christ's self-giving love, death, resurrection, and His mercy for each and every one of us. We are baptized, you and I, into the same spirit given of the same God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that dwells within us in baptism, reinforced in confirmation. And if we've experienced other sacraments after that, besides the Eucharist, right? Of course, what unites or pulls us all into communion? You and I are called first and foremost as Christians to see one another that's challenging we have to sometimes put aside some of our fears put aside our preconceived notions put aside sometimes even what we've been culturally formed in and our society has formed us in we have to put aside our our desire or sometimes our need to be right to accept the person as a person as a person that's loved by and redeemed by the self-giving love of God in Christ Jesus. I am the vine, you are the branches. Remain in me and I in you to bear fruit. We need to be able to at least see someone, see a few others within the community, be seen by some people within the community. We in our community covenant, again, express it from two different sides, right? The individual experience of each of the six promises or sacred commitments, we pray. There's an individual we pray, but there's a communal we pray. There's, a con- there's an individual we serve. I'm uniquely gifted, but there's a communal, how the gifts of the community need to be brought around us in order to be the body of Christ. It's not just an individual experience. We cannot be Christians just alone. We have to do so in connection with and in Christ and with one another. We have to be able to see one another and see Christ with and in one another. Trusting the power, the love that God has for us in Christ Jesus and in his body, we bring these needs and prayers of petition.
3: Our response is, risen Lord, hear our prayer. We remember our parishioners, the recently baptized and those with birthdays in the month of of May. We pray.
2: Risen Lord, hear our prayer.
3: As we mourn the continuing violence that exists in so many forms and locations in our daily lives, we beg beg the Lord for racial justice, safety for citizens of all ages, colors, and creeds, as well as healing for our country. We pray. Risen Lord, Lord, hear hear our our prayer. prayer. For the grace this week to have Christ's words remain in us, that we may bear abundant fruit, we pray. Listen to the Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth for the creativity and dedication to reduce waste and protect the natural world. We pray. Listen to the Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Ronald, Clohery, Esther Craig, and Evelyn Follert, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray.
2: Risen Lord, hear our prayer.
3: And uh, we remember today Lori Kruger, and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. Our prayer for unity. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit. In your name we pray,
2: amen. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The of our glory, our glory, our glory you said to your apostles and to us, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but the faith of your church. Grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit.
3: Let us offer each other a sign of peace.
4: For those celebrating virtually, we offer an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
3: Good evening. As uh, Father Michael promised, I'm reintroducing myself to you this evening. Uh, I am Deacon Bob McMullen and i have been appointed by bishop zubik to serve at mary queen of peace parish as a permanent deacon Uh, i'm here with my wife ruth and i'm sure that many of you will remember ruth more than you remember me Uh, and uh, we're both uh, just to give you a little bit of background on me uh, and my family um, i'm one of 14 children and ruth is one of 11 children so We're sort of used to crowds and feel very comfortable in this church. Um, I was ordained in 2007 in Camden, New Jersey, and I moved to Pittsburgh in 09, and I was assigned as deacon here at uh, uh, St. Mary of the Mount Parish. Uh, In 2013, I took employment at the University of New Mexico And so Ruth and I moved to Albuquerque and I served in the Archdiocese of Santa Fe. And then uh, as I retired, it was our plan and we did uh, decide to move back to Pittsburgh because we love Pittsburgh. It's, uh, It's just a great place to be. It's a shame that it has been locked down for the past 14 months, but as it starts coming back to life, it will be the place to be. So we're very, very happy to be back. Uh, We have um, two children, Mary, who who is a business manager for a real estate development firm in Arlington, Virginia. And our son, Michael, who's a physician and uh, is in Washington, DC. And he and his wife, Nora, have our three grandchildren, uh, Jack, Violet, and Adam who we were able to visit for the last couple of days for the first time in 14 months. So it was really, it was a special time, it was dear to us. And we had to actually break some of the speeding laws to get back here for this evening. But uh, we made it safe and sound and and we're happy to be back. Um, And so that's sort of a thumbnail sketch of me. I know I see many familiar faces and a lot of people will remember me from my time here before. I'm very happy to be back and I am open to provide any service for anybody that I am able to do and I look forward to working with you and being of service to you. Thank you.
2: Together, let us stand and let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, Lord. Lead lead those you've imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life through Christ our Lord. And just once again, a subtle reminder, please keep social safe distance as you're leaving the church and visiting should be done outside. The Lord be with you with your spirit blessings of almighty god be upon you in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen go in peace,
3: peace. the mass is ended thanks, thanks be, be to god. god
2: this podcast is the property of the south side mount washington parish community all rights reserved that's it for this week please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it stay safe and please know that we are always praying for you
1: glad my soul for i have seen the glory of the lord the trumpet sounds the dead shall be raised i know my savior lives sing a new song unto the lord let your song be sung from mountains high sing a new song unto the lord singing alleluia